Hello, people. Welcome back to another Sober Podcast Day. I'm excited to be on the mic, excited to be sober. I haven't had a deep conversation in weeks, not even by the phone or nothing, you know, so I'm kind of realizing more and more what I like about doing this for myself is I actually get to have deeper conversations, even if it's only with myself and, you know, wondering if anybody's listening. So really cool, beautiful spring day here in Sheridan, Wyoming. I'm on my way to New York next week. Yeah, I just got back from Vail on a beautiful ski trip over Easter and, you know, just making some moves some transitions in my life. It's a great time to stop and take inventory, you know, overall on my mental health and on my drinking and just in general, you know, my overall aptitude for life. So I will say uh, my drinking is dramatically less. I'm not drinking hard liquor, as I said before. I'm not drinking beer, which you know, either one of those I think I would just want to motor them more. So that just goes to show that they do really have a powerful effect on my life and a, they're a powerful habit and they're a powerful escape and they're kind of my, you know, all my stories around this gets to be me time and I get to go have some beers and I get to do goofy texts and you know, have these other parts of myself that I don't get to express in other aspects of my life. And so booze had been that for a long time and gave me that solitude as well as that connection with others and in that kind of personality framework. And so I've never recognized just how, you know, much I relied on them, obviously, and how much I made alcohol in that way a good time, how much I made it my crutch in order to jump into action when needed, you know, shout out tequila and I'm in. And so, you know, really relieved that I was able to have, you know, over this time kind of establish the self-discipline to go through my version of recovery and really get a handle, which was kind of my original approach on some of the more easy peasy, loosey goosey alcohol versions for me that can go south on me in any number of ways. And so beer can because, you know, enough of it will eventually lead to hard liquor. It's more easy. It's more accessible. It's Hard liquor, generally, depending on what I'm drinking, is going to shift up and shape up my whole personality. So I can't be accountable necessarily for who I am really going to come across as to other people in a matter of three drinks. So that's not really too cool to me. <laughs> you know, I expect more of myself. And so, you know, those have been easier and easier and easier as months go by to not pay any attention to or have urges for because I have given myself permission to take wine. I've kind of made a rule for myself, you know, no more than two bottles at home, you know, or at period, you know, in a, in a week. I've hit that at times. I've not done it at all, and I've gone a little bit over. And so what I've learned from the wine permission thing is, yeah, more than not, 90-something percent of the time, I can pretty much, you know, have some glasses of wine and not go off the rails. And that's not true for everybody. I've, I've had a partner in my life who that wasn't true for her. I've had family members that wasn't true for them. You know, I understand, you know, the complex nature of, you know, one drink and, you know, it could be all in. And there's, you know, what alcohol can do for, do to us and the kind of control it can have over our lives and how destructive that can be. That I grasp 100%. Like, and I grasp the nuances of where that could be true for me depending on my self-esteem and my quote-unquote circumstances in life. And so, you know, alcohol is a slippery slope in my life. I've now, you know, really recognized that, you know, my grandfather was an alcoholic. My grandmother, was, you know, my dad's side was an alcoholic. My father's an alcoholic. I've said this before. My stepfather was a severe alcoholic. I was around a number of, you know, kind of druggy drinker, you know, adults throughout my childhood through association with, you know, people in my life. And so, 
yeah, I mean, it's just all, it's just been an all encompassing form of my exposure and, you know, how I've seen life. And I've, I now really can see, you know, that as I was even saying in earlier episodes, you know, to me, I, I can now look at kind of when I decide to drink personally, it's a big decision. And I have to be very mindful of, of how important that is to me and what are the risks. And so some of the risks, as I look back at it, is, is that really some of my poorest judgment, my worst behavior, my most dreadful scenarios whereby I wrecked cars or I ended up in jail or I arguing loudly in a relationship. And I mean, every single poor-minded, low-frequency experience on my list throughout my entire life all included alcohol. So, you know, no denying that. So, you know, some of that clarity obviously is, you know, had alcohol not been so infused into all those years and all those experiences, there certainly, most certainly would have been a different outcome. You can't deny that. And so I can't change that, but I certainly can now acknowledge that, feel empowered by that understanding and awareness, and really take that with me um, moving forward into the way that I walk my life, you know, live my life. And so my natural tenacity is, you know, somebody says, you know, let's, let's do shots, let's have a drink, let's, you know, let's go get some cocktails, let's go hit the beach bar, let's go, you know, anything that has to do with drinking and socializing, I would be a absolute yes. And now I'm a 98% no. So I feel fortunate that I can, you know, even be at the last of this experimentation for myself because I've seen some of where I've just drinking too much and I've just gone off the rails and I'm, I don't even remember it and, you know, I've said awful things and just, you know, I, there's obviously I need more therapy because, you know, well, who says that shit? And like all of that, you know, side of drinking has played itself out. It's certainly been crystallized in my mind now. And so the idea of even just knowing that I could, you know, I could wake up the next morning and not know how I got there is a possibility for me. So once again, does that make me an alcoholic? Is that, you know, what it's making me again, like, like I said, an addictive personality? Is it just the chemicals? Is it the actual, is that what happens when you put poison in your body at extreme levels and with your emotional type and all the things like, I'm just going to have fun continually learning that for myself. But regardless, you know, alcohol is a dangerous path for me. And I have to be super mindful if I'm even going to consider drinking at all. And with the wine in that particular nature is, is that, you know, I can go days and, and really I have no interest in it because, you know, the wine also, I don't like to get like wine drunky and it's like, you know, it gets a little heavy after the third glass and it gets just to that right buzz. And so there's certain aspects that I certainly like about the wine thing. I certainly don't like how it would make me feel if I was doing a, a whiny thing every night. And so I understand that kind of difference in Delta. But the one thing that bothers me still is, is that, you know, when I do want a glass of wine, I'm really longing for a glass of wine. And so I can feel that addictive nature. I can feel that longing. And it makes me feel one step closer to all the other bad decisions in my life. Where I'm, so I'm trying to integrate and say, don't beat yourself up for this. Don't shame yourself for this. Recognize your urges. Push through them. Find those alternatives. Take that walk instead of going and having that drink. Uh, reimagine yourself forward and realizing yourself three drinks from now and how you're going to feel and how productive you may or may not be and whom you might be in the company of and is that really worth it for what now is going to be in your body for the next 24 hours 
right? Like these things are really powerfully a part of my decision-making process now, of which I never really had before. I just never had these tools. You know, that being said that, you know, when you overthink anything, it just makes it a little bit of a drag. So yeah, drinking really strikes me as kind of more of a drag now. And just even the fact that I have my urges is kind of a drag. Makes me want to go more days without drinking anything and because I just want to have less urges and I want to, I want to urge for other more cool, creative, fun things. Also, frankly, you know, as you do kind of now start to evolve your sober life and you start to unpack your skeletons and, you know, I've gone through some pretty mind-blowing awareness factors here of my childhood and the belief systems that I set up and how I structured my thinking and essentially what kind of autopilot I've been running on for 30-something years. And, you know, I was, you know, yeah, my little spirit was crushed in a few aspects of my life. I mean, that's, I get that now. And it doesn't give me excuses for bad behavior. It doesn't give me excuses for poor performance in life and as a father, as a partner, as a friend, as a worker, whatever. But, you know, it's real. And so with that, you know, I'm going to have to keep unpacking that stuff. I'm still going to have to keep kind of polishing those wounds and, you know, band-aiding certain things and getting over it, do a fire dance to, you know, push out some aggression or whatever. Like, that's not going away. Like, that's now the, the way. I'm going to have to live this life for the rest of my life until at some point I just, you know, I just feel, you know, as light and as free as I can at that moment. And, um, and start to get to feel the, the pleasures of, of having done the work. But obviously drinking consumes a lot of time. And so the time that I would have typically been drinking, kind of checking off, clocking off, so to speak, is all of that time that I was doing the inner, you know, that I'm doing the inner work with now. And just really good self-actualization and listening and being still and meditating and reading more and levels of curiosity about life as to how it might lead to you know, just positive and, you know, not trying to be toxically positive, right? But just, you know, a good, a good, healthy, self-aware, well-adjusted way of life is not too much to ask for, I don't think. And so I just would not have spent that time. And so, as I mentioned even in the last podcast about like, well, what about parenting? What about job? I mean, there's no good time to do this. But once you love yourself enough to carve out time and really, you know, get your vices in, in check, you have to sit with yourself for extended periods of time and let it all start to fumble out in front of you as to what you really want to sort out in your life. And so I'm just at this point, I'm full on like, you know, I, I respect recovery, you know, like I think I don't know, I was fully understanding how I subscribe to the overall spending a life in recovery, but I respect recovery and I respect anybody who's addressing that in any way, shape or form that they, they feel is best suited for them. I'm certainly a changed man for having gone through this process myself. I'm seeing the results in so many different amazing ways, like everybody said. And I feel like I'm digging deeper into what makes me tick, right? And I think that's like such cool territory. It's like some of the most important conversations that are happening right now with all of humanity is how does our brains work? How does those, how does those neurons fire? How do we have this attitude of gratitude that manifests our aspects of our life? All of these kind of foo-foo, la-la, positive things that are happening right now, they're happening in science. They're being talked about in, in science as the evolution of humanity. And so that's what excites me. And if I had not really got a handle on my vices, cut out the cigarettes, cut out the hard liquor, cut out the excess, bring it all down a notch, mostly sober at this point, no hard drugs, you know, no reckless relationships, no self-sabotage, no extreme bouts of shame and depression, you know, based on either 
past feelings and thoughts or future projections on myself or poor behavior. Like, fuck yeah, let's keep doing this. All right, thanks.